Hi, welcome to our podcast, Three to Live By, where we work to find simple answers to life's dilemmas. I'm your host, Suzanne Benford, and my co-host, Greg Kentucky Dog Maddox. You really got the nicknames, don't you? Hello, hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah, Kentucky uh, Kentucky Dog. I, I'd say that's appropriate. You're up here hanging out with the cold weather. I'm back in the bluegrass state after a year in South Carolina. I'm only here for a couple weeks, and then I head back south. I'm very jealous right now. (laughs) It is not warm, even here in Kentucky. Today, our topic is how to deal with holiday stress. How do you do with the holidays, Greg? I enjoy holidays for the most part. I really do. Um, Where there's not many of us left, not like when we were young and there was all kinds of people now, People are spread out and just not near as many, but it's still pretty fun. What about you? It is fun. I, I'm i a big fan of the holidays, the lights, the songs, the food. I, I am team put your Christmas tree up whenever you want to. Mm-hmm. I know that not everybody agrees with that, but I'm just saying that in my head, that those winter holidays begin immediately after Halloween. Yes, we have little white lights that we leave up year round. So, no, I like I like that idea too. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. Of course, part of why we're doing this topic is because for many many people it is very stressful, anxiety ridden. Uh, what else? Mm-hmm. I. I I think stress, even if you don't have negative connotations to the holidays, there's, there's can be some stress that goes along with it. Um, And then if you add some, maybe um, difficult memories that go along with the holidays that can even add to the stress, but I think that there's a lot to do. There's a lot going on. Um, It's the end of the year, so there's all of of end-of-year stuff to add into, you know, holiday celebrations, get-togethers. Yeah. Now, as I get older, getting out of my routine is harder and harder. Mm -hmm. I do think that's part of the stress is that your routine means so much to you. And then when you get out out of it, whether there's company there or whether you're you know, doing a lot of different things that you don't normally do, that adds to stress. It does. It does. Getting out of the routine and sometimes just the effort to have fun can um, put a little little added pressure on there. Yeah. And I talked to a lot of clients that talk about grief that, you know, their loved ones died during Christmas or they got divorced or Something about the holiday season triggers their mm-hmm. grief, bad memories. Right, right. I pack a lot of my appointments around the holidays because they can be um, really upsetting or stressful for people. You know, even if they didn't lose people at, during the holiday season, sometimes it's the first holidays without someone due to whatever loss, whether it was they died or um, the breakup of a relationship or maybe even you you moved away. You know, if you live across country, it may not be as easy to get back to be with your family during most of the holidays that you're with them. Definitely the first one is the hardest. But 
I've had clients that it's, you know, you talk to them about triggers and grief and they say it's been 20 years and it's like, wow. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't always uh, go away. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, good. Let's see. Where do you want to start today? You want to go first? Okay. How to deal with holiday stress. My first maxim is understand your role and your goal. Meaning, is your role in your family, is it peacemaker, leader, fly on the wall? Are you a primary player, a background player? If you sort of understand what you're going into, um, then I think that helps you to feel more comfortable, feel more confident. And as far as your goal, do you want, do you basically, do you want peace or Are you going to use it as an opportunity to shake things up? You know, maybe this is, you've been looking to talk to a sibling about substance abuse, something like that, which, of course, we probably don't recommend shaking things up at holidays, but. (laughs) Sometimes it happens. Understand your role and your goal. Mm -hmm. That's an an interesting one to me, because I think that can go both ways, right? That you you have a role. Maybe you're the planner and people count on you to do that. And if somebody steps up, it kind of feels like they're stepping on your toes. But I think that sometimes people get stuck in those roles too. Well, that is true. You know, when you say understand your role, then you really are calculating how you're going to respond. And, you know, that's one of my, I think, maxims is the idea that you know, some people are themselves in every situation and every event. And that's never been my maxim. I play a role. I have to I have to decide how I'm gonna act and what I need to do to present a good face and to make it a good event mm-hmm. or situation. Now, if I was myself, I would, you know, come in, put my feet up, I would uh <laughs> take a nap about twenty minutes, thirty minutes in. I would uh, want to turn the TV on instead of talk. No, I can't be myself. <laughs> if you can be yourself, hey, great. But no, I have to play a role, and I'm fine with that. I think that's the way many of us deal with life. And as far as goal, you know, my goal is to get through it with peace and catch up with people mm-hmm. and to stay away. No one needs to stand up for their political view or the. You know, that just doesn't work very well. I I don't know if I've ever seen anybody pull it off. And I take it back. Sometimes my family will debate certain things, and it goes okay. But generally, I don't see any reason to spend time in that. That's not what a holiday get-together for. It's just, you know, it's supposed to be a fun time and food and it is. it is. I agree. Politics, religion, not necessarily good holiday topics to be um, debating in the family setting. Now, if y'all want to go out for coffee later and and have a heated debate about that, that's that's your choice. But I think sometimes it's just about enjoying the family time, catching up, yeah. enjoying each other. Yeah, I think so. What All you right. got? My number one, don't overdo it. Shopping, eating, drinking, spending, gift giving, parties, whatever. 
It's about enjoying stuff without stuffing yourself or putting yourself in debt. I know people tend to overdo it on all of those things, including New Year's. If you make them going to be a healthy kind of resolution, sometimes people feel like they need to get it in before they start their resolution and tend to overdo it. But you don't have to do that. You don't have to make up for what you won't be doing later. You don't have to overdo it just because it's the holidays. You can enjoy things at a fairly normal pace. You may have more get togethers, of course. But it might even be more enjoyable if you're not overdoing all of that. For one thing, you'll feel less stressed if you're not overdoing it. That's a good one. Sometimes we have a lot of too many get togethers at times and I get too worn down when I'm trying to hold down a full-time job. I don't generally take off much time around the holidays. So yeah, don't overdo it. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. A lot of excess at the holidays I've noticed. And you know, I wear my eating pants at Thanksgiving and that's all about excess, right? (laughs) Is, you know, stretching out my eating pants, but it doesn't have to be like that. And I've actually in the last couple of years been a little more cognizant of I do not have to stuff myself just because it's Thanksgiving. I can eat a normal amount like a normal human and not feel super uncomfortable at the end of it. So you don't count on gaining five pounds during the holidays. (laughs) Yes, I do count on it. But um, it doesn't have to be 25. To be. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Okay. My number two is at family gatherings, the less you say, the smarter you are. I use this maxim in a lot of different situations. It's sort of like your move maxim. <laughs> the, <laughs> the less you say, the smarter you are. And I learned that over the years. I used to be a talker and used to like to throw out various crazy philosophies about this or that, sometimes just to be contrary. But, you know, people start uh, pigeonholing you when you talk too much. They see you as either a know-it-all or a little bit kooky. And it's weird. If you don't say much, then people assume maybe you're smarter or at least you're under control and you have poise and composure so (laughs) when in doubt the less you say the smarter you are yeah what's the old adage the it's better to be an idiot rather or better if people think you're an idiot than to open your mouth and prove it yeah that kind of thing yeah (laughs) no doubt that'll save you so much trouble i think there's a time and place for that yeah i I can definitely see you being one of the more quiet ones and in gatherings for sure, more of an observer than um, the vocal one in the group. Not that you don't talk, but... I try to. And then if I get talking, though, I'll end up talking too much. (laughs) And uh, yeah, no, it doesn't work out well. It's best to be a fly on the wall for the most part. And I love observing and soaking up the atmosphere. So Mm -hmm. in general, and taking pictures and videos, you know, I'm the videographer and the photographer. That gives me something to do. So Mm -hmm. I don't have to just sit there and talk and listen. That feels too much like work. (laughs) (laughs) We listen for a living. So listening in our off time and carrying on a conversation, for me, does it sometimes feel like work? 
every once in a while, but most of the time, no. You're a natural extrovert, so it I that am. just feels natural. Whereas I'm a natural introvert, so talking too much and keep paying attention too much feels like mm-hmm. unnatural, feels like work. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the paying attention is probably more exhausting than anything. Um, but I think carrying on a conversation, that's just kind of my norm mm-hmm. um, I'm not necessarily the quiet one in the group yeah, so I I might actually benefit from keeping my mouth shut more and <laughs> there you go you can use that one you can write it in down holidays, keep, so. write it on sorry fam <laughs> write it on a note card keep it in your pocket take it out once or twice a day mm-hmm. I'm gonna fine point sharpie and just put it on the palm of my hand Shh. <laughs> even better even better <laughs> alright my number two is be gentle with yourself. Relax when you need to. Make your favorite tea. Put twinkly lights up everywhere. Read a book. Watch cheesy movies. But take care of yourself. You, Again, you don't have to overdo it. I guess this ties into my first one. of You don't have to stretch yourself in a thousand different ways. You can relax a little. Yeah. Self-care, self-acceptance. That is so important. I'm glad you came up with that one because that's always the one that always needs to be there and everything is self-care, self-acceptance because it's amazing how many people beat themselves up, don't take care of themselves, don't enjoy things. So, yeah, I love that one. Mm-hmm. And to kind of go along with that, the be gentle with yourself or even the don't overdo it is it is okay to say no. I think people forget that, including me, sometimes that no by itself is a complete sentence, no matter how you punctuate it. You can put a period afterward. You can put an exclamation point. You can even put a question mark. No is a complete sentence. You don't have to justify, rationalize, or explain yourself. And you can, it doesn't have to be a no. You can, you know, I'm not going to be able to do that or however you want to say no, but it's okay to say no. So important, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your number three? My number three is focus on gratitude, humility, and your faith or philosophy of life. You know, Thanksgiving, of course, isn't a religious holiday, but Christmas and Hanukkah are. So I think, and you know, that's sort of an old old thing that remember the meaning of holiday. So yeah, I think that's important that uh, make that part of the celebration. And take it away from, you know, it's not about you. It's about the meaning and the philosophy of what we're going through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, besides the less you say, the more, you, the smarter you are. It's not about you is another maxim that I think fits in so many situations, including this one. Mm-hmm. You know, focus on helping others. Embrace the true meaning. So, yeah, I think that's important. I think that helps out. Yeah, I think that is a good one. Sometimes we lose focus what winter holidays are about. I believe nearly every religion has some winter celebration. Some of it is just to get through the winter time and be able to gather and um, keep the family cohesive. There's something... Um, a little more meaningful that you can get out of it. 
Yeah, it's a time mm-hmm. for reflection, for regrouping, mm-hmm. preparing for the new year. Mm-hmm. New Year's a time of renewal and mm-hmm. resetting, for sure. So, right. yeah. Okay, what do you got for us? My third one. For holiday functions, have a plan to leave when you are ready. This goes along with my it's okay to say no. Have an exit line so that you can get out of a situation as gracefully as possible. Park on the outside so you don't have to hunt anyone down to let you out if you need to leave. I always suggest that dogs are an excuse to get out away from anything Good one, yeah. Dogs always need to be let out. And even if you don't have a dog, you can say, my neighbor Suzanne is out of town for the day and she needs me to let her dogs out. So you don't even have to have dogs to use dogs as an excuse. You're suggesting lying if you need to? Well, yeah, I guess a little bit. I know. Mm -hmm. Hey, whatever works, right? (laughs) Yeah, I, I think it's more about a graceful exit than it is about deceiving people. You can always say, hey, I'm just whipped, I need to go, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. i got blah, blah, blah to do in the morning, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I just say, you can borrow my dogs if you need to, whatever that is. But um, And park on the outside. I think sometimes people get exhausted, or time spent has become uncomfortable, and they just, they need to, they need to exit gracefully and go take time for themselves. So there was a woman I used to work with. She absolutely dreaded spending the holidays with her family. She she really liked seeing everyone, but the longer she stayed, there was always something that came up. People would drink more. Somebody's always arguing politics. She had an aunt, I think it was, who would, you know, preach religion to people and she would get so upset because the aunt didn't even go to church she just was kind of pushing her beliefs on other people and so she would spend days kind of ruminating in her head about you know what am I going to say if someone says this what am I going to do if someone does this and no matter whatever script she came up with in her head people didn't follow the script she had made up so it was it was a an answer she hadn't come up with prior to it. So we talked about a plan and, and it was this plan to park on the outside. Don't park in the driveway. That way you don't have to hunt anybody down to let you out. Um, Come up with an exit line. I don't remember what her exit line, the dogs thing is something I came up with later. Um, And it could have been something like I'm, I'm tired. I just need to take care of myself. I don't remember exactly what it was, but Um, And I saw her for a few years. She started to enjoy the holidays more and more. She wasn't spending all that time trying to make up this script for her family to follow so that she could interact with them in a fun, healthy way that was, you know, how she wanted to spend the holidays. When her time was up, she could leave. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. And, you know, if you have control issues, holidays are especially troubling. Mm-hmm. So many things are out of your control. You don't know how it's going to play out. So thinking on your feet, accepting that things could go south and it's okay. You'll Everyone will deal with it and get through the day mm-hmm. if it's rough. 
and yeah, hopefully find some small joys and some uh, family time, you know? Yeah, find ways to en- enjoy that time with your family or friends or whoever you spend it with. I know sometimes people don't have family to spend it with, and they find other ways to do that, whether that's volunteer or maybe they just take that time to go to the movies. I used to plan that on Christmas Day after the kids had ripped through all their presents is go to the movies after that just to relax and kind of decompress. Right. If you're by yourself or don't have much family or friends, find you a small group to do something or uh, have a phone call with someone. Find something to do because it can be lonely times too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any words of wisdom? Happy holidays out there, everyone. Mm-hmm. Let's make it a good year. There's been a lot of craziness going on in culture, society, in our world, but we're still here and, and kicking. Let's enjoy ourselves and uh, try to spread the love and hope. We wish everyone a great holiday. Absolutely. Thanks, Greg. Whatever you celebrate, have a very happy holiday. Thanks for joining us today. We'd love to hear your feedback. Email us at 3TLBpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time. Peace in. And peace out. Thank you.